At Our Father's House, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. Y'all ready, to, y'all ready to, to hear the word? And you ready to pray for your pastor this morning? Just believe God for a supernatural anointing upon his word. Romans chapter 6. Hallelujah. I know you guys are saying, some of you may be saying that seems like an interesting subject, an, an interesting uh, scripture tra- text, if you will, for Easter Sunday. And then also... 1 Corinthians 10, hallelujah, 1 Corinthians 6, or uh, Romans 6, what shall we say then, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound, God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein, somebody needs to say we don't have to live in bondage. You know, we so often take this scripture and we, we look at people and, 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 and I'm not saying that it can't be used in this context, but so often we take this scripture and we look at people and we say, well, you're not supposed to sin. And I, I believe that. But really, if we're missing the point, but if we see what the scripture actually says here, what the scripture is actually saying is you don't have to sin. Amen? Because you're free. Somebody shout, I'm free. Oh, no, come on, say it again. Say, I'm free. I'm free. Know you not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also, everybody say also, in the likeness of his resurrection. So if we're partakers of his death, does that not mean that we also should be partakers of his resurrection? Amen? Are you with me? Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. You see what I'm saying to you now? That henceforth we should not serve sin. You don't have to serve sin. Amen. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we also shall live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the death dieth no more. He's not going to die again. Amen. I say he's not going to die again. He came once and he done the job that he was sent to do and he paid the price. He paid the price and we get the change. 
Amen? I said he paid the price and we get the change. Somebody say, thank God for change. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more, death has no more dominion over him, for in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon you also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not, there, let not sin therefore reign Would you like that? Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal bodies. We better be letting something else reign. Amen? I said we better be letting something else reign. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you for a supernatural anointing that we sense in this room. Father, we just ask that you add your blessing to your word. Let it speak to your people in this room. Let it challenge us. Let it change us. Let it make us into the church that you've called us to be, a church that is alive and well with the resurrection power in the name of Jesus. And everyone in this room shouts, Amen. Now, I'll be honest with you, and I know you, I know you guys probably say, well, Pastor, you say that a lot, but it's true. But they've already preached my message this morning, and it, it came through all of those songs, Jill, that you, that you were led to, uh, to, to do this morning in this service. And every, everything that was chosen, it really, it, and I thought, wow, they're just preaching my message right there. I told you that we're going to, uh, you want to look at 1 Corinthians 10. You can turn there if you want to, Jake, if you want to put it up there. You can, but you don't have to. But in 1 Corinthians 10, Paul, the Apostle Paul speaks here in 1 Corinthians 10 about when the children of Israel came out of Egypt and the scripture says that they were all baptized into the sea. And they all, they all drank and they all, they all followed that, that, that rock, that spiritual rock, that, that rock which was Christ, and I'm paraphrasing, but they were baptized in the sea. But what, what you have to see is here that, that Moses was a type of Christ and the Egyptians were the oppressor of God's people. But God said, let my people go. Amen? Are you with me out there? So they fled Egyptian bondage and they came down to the Red Sea. It's important. This is... This is Brandon, this is a type and shadow of Christ. Actually, what Paul was talking about in 1 Corinthians 10. Can I take my time? What Paul was talking about in 1 Corinthians 10 was really uh, Christology, and he was, he was comparing the two. If you study the Old Testament prophets, the Old Testament prophets often talked about the Red Sea experience. If you study the apostles, the apostles, uh, elder writes, talk about the resurrection but what happened was here, when the children of Israel went down through, they were baptized into the Red Sea. And what we're going to talk to you about is the, the death, burial, and resurrection. So if we have died with him, we've been buried with him, we are resurrected with him. Oh, come on, somebody shout amen. We are risen with, uh, I, I, want, I want to jump, just, just shoot, just jump right to the point. See, here's the deal. We get all excited about a resurrected Savior. And we clap our hands. And, and as, you, as you well should, 
because it's the basis of what we believe is a resurrected Jesus. But I'm going to tell you something. You should be getting excited this morning because you have been risen with him. Oh, glory. Somebody, somebody, somebody needs to hear. Somebody in this room needs to hear me preach this morning. He's not in the tomb, so you're not in the tomb. Hey, oh glory, somebody help me. Hallelujah. So the passing through the Red Sea is symbolic of the believer's identification with the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. Baptized in the sea. Now, if you look back at our text in Romans chapter six, it says, know you not that so many of us were baptized into Christ, were baptized into his death. So God typified their deliverance through baptism. The slaves, listen, the slave mentality died out. The slave mentality was buried and they rose up as sons and daughters on the other side. In fact, they sang a song of deliverance when they got to the other side. So, so the slave mentality was buried. But here's, here's the deal. And here's what really should get you excited. And this, this, is so, this is so symbolic of what we're preaching about, about Christ and the resurrection. You see, their oppressors followed them into the sea. But... God allowed them to see their oppressors drown in the sea. Oh, I don't know if you're getting this or not. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. So they went out as slaves, Blake, and they got to the other side, but then God said, let their oppressors be buried in the sea. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying when God brings you out, he brings you out. What I'm saying is, you know what, you know what, in fact, in fact, Elder, God, I'm about to blow up and y'all gotta help me preach. I really am, I mean that. You know what God said? He said, you see these Egyptians, you see your oppressors, take a good look at them because after today you're never gonna see them again. So what are you saying, Pastor? And I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get this all through this message. What I'm saying to you is, just don't just get excited about a resurrecting Savior, but get excited about who you are and what he has done in you and what that means for you. What does that mean to you? Yeah. Hallelujah, he's risen. Hallelujah, he's risen. Then Monday morning comes up and we're still bound. No, you're not to be bound by lust. You're not to be bound by pornography. You're not to be bound by drug addiction. You're not to be bound by alcoholism. You're not to be in poverty. You're not to be in debt. I'm telling you, he is risen and you are risen with him. That's the, that's the message. Hallelujah, he's risen. And then we go back living the same way. No, what shall we continue in sin that sin shall reign in your mortal bodies? No, sin is not supposed to reign because when he died and arose, he defeated sin. Man, I feel this in my spirit. Are y'all hearing me? I get so tired. You know, you see, you just... You gotta, you gotta, you gotta see that you have that victory because of this day. Amen. Okay, okay. Well, let me ask you something. What, what good did it do the Father 
to send his son to die on a cross and to be raised up on the third day if we go around still letting sin reign in our mortal bodies. You won the lottery and you won't go turn the numbers in. I got this ticket in my pocket and it's the winning ticket. And this ticket says that I shall not lose. This ticket says that I'm an overcomer. This ticket says I'm more than a conqueror. Are y'all hearing me? But I'm just going to carry it around in my pocket. No, you need to live like you want it. Come on, somebody needs to give him praise in this house. This is resurrection. Hallelujah. The slave mentality died. Take up, you know, you're never gonna see them again. I was thinking about this. If this, you know, if this was today, I promise you, I promise you, of course, y'all got a phone. I, I promise you, Brandon's, y'all see Brandon with his phone out, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna take up for him. Brandon always has his phone at church. And look at that Pastor Brandon over, he's always on his phone. That's where his Bible is, so I'm taking up for him. If this happened today, I promise you, somebody would have came up out of the Red Sea and took a selfie. Hey, and they'd had their head in that picture. And in the, in the background, you would have seen the Egyptians drown in the Red Sea. The chariot wheels falling off. Come on, somebody, you need to take some wheels off the enemy's chariots today. Too many people are letting him, no, 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 no. There's, there's, there's no armor for the backside, come on. Are y'all with me? Here, you need your Bible back? Thank you. Modern day preacher, iPhone, iPad. I'm still the old time anointed way. <laughs> he knows I'm kidding. Hey, hey, hey. Hope y'all are getting half as much out of this as I am. Glory. The oppressors didn't come out. Look what it says in Romans chapter six. Know you not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. The like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk. We should walk in newness of life. Amen. Their oppressors didn't come out. And the children of Israel at that point, Ernie, were supposed to walk in newness of life. Are y'all with me? If you are, shout amen. amen. So again, God, God, God wants, listen, God wants you, wants you to know that there's some enemies in your life that he, he, he wants you to never see again. How many gets tired of battling the same enemies? I'm here today to give you a message and to serve notice on the enemy that because of this event, you don't have to battle the same enemies. You don't have to go through the same cycles of disobedience. You can have victory. How many can shout amen, you can have victory over that? All right, so we fast forward. Okay, baptism, Pastor Justice, baptism, death, burial, resurrection. We fast forward to Christ 
When John the Baptist was baptizing in the, in the Jordan River, Jesus comes and he says, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And Jesus walks down and he, say, he, say, he asks John to baptize. And John says, no, I can't baptize you. But Jesus says, it's important that you baptize me because if you baptize me, this is going to be for the righteousness of the entire world. Hmm. My baptism. So Christ had a baptism. Amen? Are you guys with me? So John the Baptist baptizes him. Amen. <laughs> oh, glory. Now look at verse five. We're talking about baptism. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, so shall we be on the likeness of his resurrection. He was baptized, and then he died on the cross. Somebody shout amen. So we are in the... If we're in the, in the likeness of his death, we are to be in the likeness of his resurrection. Amen? Somebody shout amen. amen. Look at verse six. Oh, glory. Knowing this, that our old man, look, look at your neighbor and say, old man. Alan's sitting next to Ernie Sr., Said he's in trouble. <laughs> Knowing this, that our old man, our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Amen? So, see, here, here's what you gotta understand. Christ didn't come to renovate an old house. He came to build you a new one. And the problem is, sometimes people are still trying to work on that old house, and that old house has got some repairs, got some things there sometimes that's beyond repair. How many's ever tried? We got a contractor sitting right here, and I promise you, promise you, he'll tell you it's a lot harder to 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 renovate and work on an old house than it is to build a new one. Yeah. You know, up there in Harlan, you get some of you guys saw that. You know, there's a Taco Bell right there in in, in uh, uh, off the 421 there, and uh, Brandon loves Taco Bell, but. Uh, uh, there's a Taco Bell sitting right there and, and they tore that thing down to the ground and everybody said they're gonna, they're, they've done away with Taco Bell. No, they tore it down and they're building back a new one. I think they did the same thing in Middlesboro, right? A few years back. They just tore, tore the thing. It's better just to tear. Oh, are y'all hearing this? Jesus didn't come to renovate the old house. He came to build you a new house. He died so that, you know, if any man's in Christ... If any man's in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. He wants to build you a new house. Amen? Stop, stop. Oh, glory. Some of you, you've been trying to patch up holes in the walls so long 
that you've got stuff dabbed in everywhere and you're trying to hold this hole and you're trying to hold that hole, get rid of that old house and realize that the old man is gone and he wants to make you someone new. Say, I'm, go- I'm tired of looking back at that old person. I'm tired of being bound up by all kinds of filth. I'm gonna walk in newness of life. Is anybody with me? The old house was buried and torn down. Amen? We got to understand that this resurrection, listen to me, this resurrection, guys, it's more than just a service that we have once a year. It's more than just a, a holiday, if you will, or an event that we celebrate. It's certainly a whole lot more than the Easter Bunny. I heard one person say they loved Easter because they brought out the peanut butter eggs. I'm loving this day we get a peanut butter egg. Amen. I wish we had more Easter's. We'd have more eggs. You know, and of course, people, you know, people dress up nice. And this is probably the first time y'all seen me in a pair of dress pants in a year, right? You know, people. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And everybody looks so good. And, and, but you know what? Listen to me. If Jesus hadn't got up, you'd be all dressed up with nowhere to go. This is more than about a, about a dress up. This is more than about an egg. This is more than about an Easter bunny. This is more than about a hyped up service. This is more than about anything, any kind of goosebump. This is about a savior who arose on the third day and he defeated death, hell. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody needs to give him praise in this house. Hey, 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 this is so much more. I said, this is so much more. We're missing the point. We're missing the point. Shout amen. Okay, what he did on the cross, death, burial, resurrection, what he did on the cross, he loved you so much That what he took on the cross, he canceled everything that the enemy, would, every lie that he would tell you. He canceled low self-esteem. He canceled fear. He canceled anxiety. He canceled depression. That's what he did on the cross. Amen. Somebody shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Now, the scripture, what we're talking about, and you need to go back, if we go back and read Romans 6, we we're buried with him. Now, how I many knows life has its crosses? Now, I'm not going to stand up here and tell you, preach to you as a pastor, come to Jesus, and everything will always be perfect. How I many knows we face things? You know, we live in a fallen world. You know, and there's things that happen, and situations, we have disappointments. Amen? We have letdowns, and You know, sometimes you may get a bad report from the doctor. Amen? Things happen. But see, here's here's the message I want to give to you. And we've we've all buried it, but you got to understand, 
the cross itself, <laughs> how many of us, if we bear our cross like he did, and then we're going to come out, and we're going to be what he wants us to be. Oh, glory. Come on, somebody needs, somebody needs to help me. You know, I, people, you know, how many say you've, you've had to bear some crosses? Come on, raise your hand. You've had to bear you know, some things you've went through. We look at people, some, oh, glory, God just dropped something in my spirit. See, people, people go through things, and it, it, it gets them to where God wants them to be. Jesus had to die on the cross. Right? And then what he said, he said, take up your cross. And we're talking about death, burial. Death, burial, and resurrection. Man, I feel a supernatural anointing in there. So he said, take up your cross. Now, hey, I've been through some stuff. Anybody been through some stuff? You know, sometimes we look at people and we think, man, they just got it made, you know, and they're they're just everything's just great for them, but you don't see you you don't you don't see those times that they just felt like dying. They didn't want to live any longer because of depression, because of anxiety. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Preaching you the truth, you know. But God, God, oh Jesus! Sometimes God look. I mean, thankful for Ernie Hilton and Tim. You know, I love I love that cross out there. Do you guys see the cross out in? in and Ernie made that himself out of old barn wood. And then he built it himself. And then Tammy ordered that crown of thorns. That Actually, that crown of thorns, if you didn't see it coming in the notes, look at it going out. That crown of thorns actually came from Israel, handcrafted. And the thorns are about that long. She said she got very emotional and wept when she opened up the package. Amen. But I love this guy. I'm so thankful. But you know, and God has blessed him, and, and he'll tell you that. But sometimes people don't know that he lived once upon a time in a little old single wide trailer with holes in the floor so big that rats would come through. Remember that testimony he gave us over there? Amen? Are y'all hearing me? The point I'm trying to make to you is, yes, Jesus got on the cross, but it didn't end there. God says that that's not where you're going to end either. You're not going to end. Oh, come on. You may feel like, Pastor, you know what I'm going through right now. I'm going through something pretty heavy, but God's going to bring you off that cross. Come on, you're going, you're going to get revelation of this word, and you're going to realize that you have resurrection power because Jesus, oh, come on. Somebody needs to shout amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you enjoying the word? Thank you, Isaac. I love Isaac. Glory. Somebody shout amen. amen. Oh, man. I don't know if I can go on or not here, guys. You might have to take over. Jesus. Oh, glory. Somebody say he is good. Oh, come on. Shout again. Say he's good. <laughs> One more time. You need to shout he's good. Now, here's, here's the deal. We look at the crucifixion. We, we talk a lot about, you know, we see a lot of, I mean, I mean you know, like we see a lot of crosses out there and we see people, people build people. And oftentimes, you know, you see, you see a, you know, sometimes, you know, 
Thank God again for the cross, but how many glad Jesus is not on that cross? Amen. Amen. He defeated. Here's, here's, I'm going to try to bring this in, and I'm, I'm going I'm to speak what, what God really wants you to hear. He defeated. See, he, he, he was crucified, Pastor, but, but he, he, he was crucified, but then when they took him down, he went to hell and he defeated he sh- he sh- Ernie had the key he showed that he was able to take the keys of death oh y'all I don't know if you're getting this or not see here, here's the deal up until this point no one had ever defeated death right are you with me except those that God called on up Right? Enoch just disappeared. Right? But no one had ever defeated death. But he defeated death, hell, and the grave. He went into hell and he, he, he showed, buddy, that he was the master because he had the keys. And, and hell's, oh glory, hell's having a party. Hell's having a celebration because they have just killed the king of kings. You know, and, and, and just, just to give you a little, little insight, Satan's not very smart because the Bible says if he would have known, he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So they're in hell having a good old time and they're having a party because they just took God's son down off of the cross and, and he's dead and everybody's weeping and the disciples are freaked out and there's an earthquake and all this stuff and it's just, it's just a, it's, it's a messed up time and they're down into hell having a big party and all of a sudden, you know, y'all know what I'm gonna say to you, all of a sudden they look up and they see a light coming down. And he comes down into hell and he takes the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Oh, oh glory. here's the best part. And we, we talk about that. We talk about that, what Jesus did. But do you understand? He let the captives go. I said he let the captives go. He didn't just go down there and say, listen, I'm here. I'm the boss. I defeated death. I defeated hell, uh, hell in the grave. He said, let my people go. The people, just, y'all, y'all see it, baptized in the sea, the Red Sea experience. He said, let my people go. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying to you? Jesus resurrected so the captives could be free. I said, he resurrected. Oh, say, that's me. That's me. He, he, he let the people go. Are y'all hearing me? Somebody say, I'm free. Come on, say, I'm free. Look at it, next verse here, real quick. Come on, Dan, you guys come on up and get ready. Hallelujah. Somebody say, amen. Verse seven, look what it says. Verse seven, look at verse seven. For he that is dead is freed from sin. If we die with him... Amen? We're freed from sin. Philippians 3.10. I'm just about done. I'm gonna share just a couple more thoughts with you. Philippians 3.10. Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. And again, you know, I get so frustrated. We clap our hands and we shout hallelujah because Jesus arose from the dead, but we need to understand the power of his resurrection. 
Y'all sang it. Authority. We've been preaching here for weeks now. We've been raised up to sit together with him in heavenly places. Right? You know, you know, don't you agree with your pastor that too often we take too much junk from the enemy when... Amen? Are y'all with me? Somebody shout amen. amen. He said, I'm here to take the keys. You know, some of you, you know, you've been through some stuff. You've been criticized and scrutinized and ostracized and all them other eyes. But I'm here to tell you there's a man named Jesus that he has the keys. And he wants you to walk in freedom. I come against all these lying spirits. Come on, somebody cover me right now in the name of Jesus. Our young people don't have to be bound up by these lies from the enemy. They don't have to be bound by the spirit of pornography. Come on, somebody help me. We bind it in the name of Jesus. I take authority. You don't have to be bound by the spirit of suicide. Somebody's been dealing with that. I, I curse that right now in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. We bind it in Jesus' name. He has the keys. You know, when we think when we think of the gospel, come on. When we think of the gospel, we, we should be thinking of more. When we think of the, of the resurrection, Leon, we should be thinking more, more than just a historical event. Amen? It's Jesus, the hope of glory. Amen? Somebody shout, we have hope. Come on, shout, we have hope. I'm just about done. Somebody say it's time for resurrected living. We're going to finish this verse 8. If we be dead with Christ, we know that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. Somebody shout amen. Colossians 2.12. Look at this. Look at this, Jake. Let me, let me, let me, let me slow down just a second here. We're going, to, we're going to teach you just a couple verses and then we're going to bring this to a close. Buried with him in baptism... Wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who has raised him from the dead. Somebody say, we are risen with him. Now, Colossians 3, 1. One more verse. If you then be risen with Christ, somebody said, well, I'm going to be risen with him one of these days when I die and I get up out of the grave. No, 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 no. Paul, Paul was writing a letter to these folks right then. If you be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. If this is just all about getting to heaven, hey, you don't need to seek those things which are above. You're already there. This is about now. Seek those things which are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Amen? Somebody shout amen. amen. So here's, here's the gist of the message. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't have any intentions of ever leaving you on the cross just as he had no intentions of staying on the cross. He didn't take you through to leave you in the grave. Amen? Somebody shout amen. amen. How many thankful for Good Friday? Yeah. You know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for Great Sunday. Yeah. I'm thankful for Good Friday, but I'm a whole lot more thankful for Great Sunday. Yeah. Amen? Oh, Hallelujah. Because you know what happened on Great Sunday? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to wind down here. Luke 24 says that very early in the morning, they went to the tomb 
and they found the stone rolled away and two men two men sitting there and, those, and, and, and they saw the, the grave clothes but they didn't see the man Jesus. And they said, why seek you the living among the dead? Amen? You want, you want be, don't get mad at your passion. You want what the Lord spoke in the spirit? He said, that's the reason sometimes none of us can't live and we still walk around like we're dead and we're still on the cross. You can't find the living. You better start finding the living. Stop looking for the living. You know, because Christ came to resurrect dead things. He came to resurrect dead marriages. He came to resurrect dead communities. He came to resurrect dead economies. Amen? Somebody shout amen. He brings dead things back to life. And you know what he wants to do? He wants to get some Sunday in your stuff. In closing here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to close with where we started. Brandon, the children, the children of Israel, this is what it's all about. Come on, rest of the band, come on up. Are y'all ready to praise him? Come on, let's get ready to praise him. Get everybody up here. We're going to get ready to praise him. I want you to praise him for revelation. Not just because he got up, but who you are. Because he got up. Hallelujah. Somebody say praise the Lord. Somebody say glory. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Somebody shout he's alive. Therefore, I'm alive. In him. In him, I live. I move. I have my being. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. If God be for me, who can be against me? Nothing can separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. I am risen with him, and I am seated with him at the right hand of power, where God can do all things and nothing can defeat me. Come on, somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Oh, Jesus. All right, I'm, 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 I'm gonna bring this around here. I'm gonna bring it to a close. The children of Israel, when they left Egypt, the scripture says that they took Wealth, King James says they borrowed, Francis, from the Egyptians. And they took that stuff. You, you read, you go, go to Exodus, I think it's chapter 12, somewhere in 12, 13. Or go read it, go home and read it. They took, for the sake of time, they took precious jewels and things from the Egyptians when they left out of Egypt. And Gina, when they came out, <laughs> as soon as they left Egypt, Pharaoh, come on, Pharaoh picked out, Jamie, 600 chosen chariots to follow them. Pharaoh didn't, didn't send 600 chosen chariots chariots to bring back a bunch of slaves. Pharaoh sent 
600 chariots because he wanted to get back the stuff that they had taken. They were indebted to the Pharaoh and Satan is the one that we were indebted to in sin, Alan. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus paid the debt and we don't owe him nothing. Oh, come on. I said, Jesus paid the debt. They came out on the other side with everything. What what are you saying, Pastor? He wants to take back your families. He wants to take your children. He wants to take your marriages. He wants to take your finances. He paid a debt. He did not owe. And I owe a debt. Come on, is anybody out there? I owed a debt that I could not pay. But you know what, Doris, when he got up out of the grave, when he came out with resurrection power, he paid every debt. I said, everything's been paid. You say, I don't care what you've done. I don't care how, come on, somebody. I don't care how bad you've messed up. I don't, oh, glory. Somebody needs to get this. This is not just about, well, Jesus is alive. What does it mean to you? What does that mean for you? God wiped him out, folks. Jesus said it, what did he say? It is finished and he went back. It's done. It's done. Look at your neighbor and say it's done. Come on, say it and say it's done. And we need to celebrate. We need to celebrate the fact that we are free because of what he did. We have power because of what he did. Amen? You know what? Sometimes the sinners celebrate more on Saturday and we celebrate on Sunday. We got a whole lot more to celebrate over. Amen? Amen? Somebody, somebody, come on, somebody give me praise. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.